Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome aboard. What's up? How you doing? Okay, this time I'm not on mute. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm yeah, yo. The, the what it do, Bob? Oh, okay. We're in the building again, baby, once again. We're in the building. It's Friday. We got Yeah, yo, the Carter Carter. I'm so excited. Got my little yeah, lounge jacket on. Got my lounge and robe on. I'm ready to sit back and enjoy some poetry. I'm, I'm chilling. Oh. oh yeah, she bought the flyer for real. Yeah, yo. Yes, ma'am. That's what I'm talking about. How you feeling, love? I'm good. Glad to be here. Already tweeted the show. That's what's up, yeah, yo. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Girl, I've been tweeting, <laughs> Facebooking, everything. 
Oh, yeah, she been getting it on. That's what's up. That's what we're talking about. When you know you're coming off, tell your people. Let everybody know because this is the place to be. It's like tell your friends about me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell your friends to get with their friends so they can get with their friends and later on we can be friends. You know what I'm right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, don't don't me Y'all don't have me acting up tonight, okay? <laughs> No, act up, act up, because it's not a show without one of us acting up. Y'all already know how we do. It's Friday, too. Act up. <laughs> act up. Act a up. Don't bit. even act. Act up. You got to say it like we that. Act, act up. up. Yeah, we going to act up. Act up. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, there's really no introduction um, to the infamous Yeah, Yeah, Rock Sugar. But um, for those that don't know, let the people know how you got into this poetry thing. How did I get into it? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started writing when I was 11 years old. There was a um, major event that happened in my life, and most of my poetry then came from a painful place. And um, I've just been getting it in ever since. I didn't walk into becoming a spoken word artist until um, 2006. I was just more of a poet, and I started creeping out on the, you know, the internet scene a little bit. And then um, I hit my first stage, and it's just been on since then. Was that um, the easy transition for you going into the spoken word? Oh, my gosh, no. (laughs) It was not. I'm going to tell y'all, no lie. I remember the first piece I did, and I got on that stage, I was so nervous. I still get nervous sometimes. It just depends on the atmosphere and depends on how I'm feeling, you know, what's going on with me. And I still get nervous. Like, I get nervous, like, before interviews. I'm just like everybody else. I do. My stomach get a turn and stuff, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> but uh, other than that, yeah, it was a it was a different a different thing. I I had to switch up my writing style and learn that for performance pieces, and um, that was definitely a transition. All right. I can't imagine, and it, it's it's funny how she says. It really was a transition for her, but how you are now, how you present yourself, how you put your all in your pieces, wow. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I can agree. honestly just say I put in what I, I just put in what I feel. Whatever the emotion is, and that's what I'm going on, I just put in what I feel. That's why I can't. I I find it almost impossible to write a certain way. You know, I could put something together, you know what I'm saying, like a quote-unquote happy piece when I'm not really feeling that, but <laughs> I don't get the same emotion behind them if I'm not in that in that mindset, you know. But You know what? That's what I've been saying these last couple of days. I've been hearing a lot of pieces from people, and they're like, you know, how does it sound? And I'm like, you know what? I respect the pieces because they're coming from a real place, you know, a real place. Not just, I got, you know, here's a topic, somebody wants me to write about it. Not saying that you can't give that same emotion or put forth that same, you know, give off that same feeling, 
But it, mm-hmm. it just comes off differently when it's coming from a real place, when it's something that you really just felt, you know, inside of you, just got off your chest. It was already written. You just spoke it. You know, it was already written in your heart. You just spoke it as opposed to a topic or something that's on your mind. You know what I mean? It was coming from a real place. Mm-hmm. And I feel that when you spit, that those pieces are coming from a real place. Sometimes you get on there and you have a person like, you know, dumb, just, wow, really? Absolutely, because I can, like, I've heard other people, and their piece may be like the shit. It can be, it can be a beautiful, it can be a nice piece, whichever direction they're going in, but sometimes you get that feeling that their heart ain't in it, you know what I'm saying? They're not convincing you that that's what they mean. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I said, I can still like I can still appreciate it for what it is. But um, you know, and when I'm feeling like that, I've gone places sometimes, and um, just to open mic. And if I start feeling some kind of weight and I'm not feeling it, I'm not gonna try to fake it. So <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. I like that. I can dig that. Being a poet. Um, like that in that writing format, writing from our lives. That's where the most passion comes from, right there. Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of my, a lot of my stuff is heavy. A lot of my stuff is rough, but it's what I've been through. And I know it's just not me. I'm just one of the people that choose to talk about it. So that's my place. I take that. Indeed. Got a question. Um, what is the writing community, the BPC? What's that about? What is what now? The BPC? Oh, the Black Portrait Cafe. Um, it's a it's a it was a writing community originally started by Mark Goggins. Um and that was the first place I ever got out there and started putting my portrait online besides, you know, all of us that went through that portrait.com phase until we realized that that wasn't the place to be. (laughs) And um, it was the first community I became a part of. I wasn't, before I came, did the whole Facebook thing. And um, I I met Mark there, Renata, my publisher, Tashana. Um, So many people there, and Hannah Drake Carter, um, so many poets, and that's where I first started putting it out and writing and letting people really see. And um, I'm actually going to be a part of that festival next year in June or July in Atlanta. They have a full um, poetry fest, so um, I'm one of the head one of the headliners. So it's going to be it's a good look. It's going to be some good things popping out there because the people that they got in that lineup is ridiculous. Like I'm just waiting to see everybody else. <laughs> Well, that's what I was to attend that. <laughs> right, I was about to say, maybe the boss can put our tools together and, and be about that, you know. That would be a good look. <laughs> I definitely, you know, we're still getting the details on the road. We're on the road. We're in ATL. That's what's up. Okay, it's going to be an all-black affair, and, um, and I have all the details, you know, they do the rooms and they do everything else, and I get fully everything, which I pretty much have everything. I'll just put it in my events, and, you know, once it gets close, it starts, you know, juicing it up. But um, i definitely keep y'all posted on that. Definitely, definitely. 
right, y'all. We want to um, bring one of her tracks into rotation. Um, I listen to parts of them because I ain't just want to, you know, take it off of myself. Her work is phenomenal. She's doing big things. And as she said before, deep, you know, she's going to shock you. She's going to put goosebumps on you. That's what she did to me listening to her work. It, it, it's just great. We have the first track that I'm going to play for you guys will be um, That's a Lady. I was going to really actually say Fuck a Lady, but. Decide for me being a lady out of all that. 
Rock Sugar. Yeah, yo, y'all. Fuck up, lady. I like that track. That's in definite rotation right there. <laughs> I appreciate the love, Sam. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I had so much that fun right now. Y'all ain't gonna give me cursing, so I ain't gonna repeat all that. But yeah, that's that piece right there. Girl, we have all that <laughs> what she said. The lady, what did I just say? Didn't I just? <laughs> what she said? What she said? What she said? Hey, I can just rattle. I can just coast on that. that. Yeah, I'm just gonna coast <laughs> on y'all. I ain't got to be that. All right, I got a question. What's the difference between yayo and raw sugar? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, it's like, it's like yayo is the, yayo is the conscious person in me. Yayo is the one that writes uh, pieces like Black Men and, she writes um she writes the pieces like uh the one I wrote um about being raped at eleven, and then you have the one that writes fuck a lady, and then you have the one that writes candy coated and that's raw sugar. she gonna give it to you, just you know how the hell it comes out. she ain't gonna sugarcoat it. But the thing is, the whole raw sugar concept comes from, I call raw sugar the story within the poetry. So that's what that definition comes, that's where it comes from. It'll be explained when the book drops next year or so. But, yeah, that's how you story it. And it'll all be explained when you get the book. Cop the book, and you get Cop all the, the book when it comes out. That's what it is. <laughs> So if you want to know more, stick around. That's how you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do that. No doubt. No right. doubt. So, um, so who are some of the poets that you work with? Um, some of the poets I'm working with. Well, currently or in the past. Oh, well, okay. Currently, well, I'm working with, of course, Keith. I'm working with Written in Pain. I'm working with uh, Nola P. And those are all my family up under the sweat spot, um, the publishing company. I'm working with Rachel Benson, Poetic Ray. Me and her actually be spitting a piece tomorrow on the show. Then I have, uh, yeah. <laughs> But my list of people I've actually my list of people I've actually written with is very short because I don't write a lot with people. And ain't no offense to nobody, y'all. I just I don't do a lot of collabs. I have to be, you know, I have to be feeling it. And then like Jody, me and Jody got on this um free ride today and it turned out to be real nice. We actually gonna um we gonna we gonna get that together and we might drop that for y'all Tuesday. Oh, she don't know that you know yet. What? I'm going to tell her. Uh, well, she know that now, don't you? Don't you, Jody? You know now. <laughs> Make that an exclusive. She know now. So, yeah, we'll do that for y'all. Yeah. All you know right. what? Hey, you know what? It's hot. I think the most, the, the best pieces come about the free rights. When you just be writing just on some let's do something, 
Somebody say mm-hmm. something, you say something. Some of the good stuff come out of that because you're just really just flowing. It's not a planned event. <laughs> yeah, it just it was it was a one line I posted because I was just having one of those moments, and Jody came in and responded, and it was like, hmm, maybe I should keep going. <laughs> mhm, mhm. And it was just That's flowing, good. so I went with it. Y'all, some poets for real. That's poetry right there. Yeah. And that's love. That's love and respect. You know what I'm saying? Because she came in and did her thing. You know you know how you're feeding off somebody? I love somebody I can feed off of. And she, she came in and was like rocking. I was like, oh, okay. That's how we go? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was right. Yeah, yeah but I know. Oh, I know one person I would be... Uh, <laughs> it's somebody that I'm going to be working with soon And I cannot wait Mr. Daniel In um, Poetic Black you, Who isn't excited about collabing with him? You know, who isn't? Girl, he got a lot of women Okay, ready to collab with him I am included Because the brother is, is, is like that <laughs> but I was real chill about it You know what I'm saying He just kind of hit me up We conversate behind the scenes And was like hey yeah Cause this, I love his work The first time I heard him I was like who the hell I'm like y'all who is that <laughs> Right Shut out Yeah he does He definitely does his thing man And I can really appreciate his work He's so chill with it He's just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So, um, <clears throat> moving right along here. Give us some of the places you did open mic at and what areas you've been to. Okay, well, um, I started out in Virginia. VA, it was a place called Mary Helen's, and they had the Soul Lounge on Thursday nights. And I used to be in there with bells on my socks. <laughs> Every week, and then one of my first major shows, I was actually one of the headliners. My homeboy L, he calls himself L Live. He's like a um, promoter. He gets shows together. He does comedy shows, all those type of things. And he gave me my first real spot, and um, that was at a grown and sexy party. It was real nice, complete. All you can drink, all you can eat. I need some of that in my life. And um, then uh, I've been to Greenville. Um, with Moody Blackdom. I did a slam down there. That was actually my first slam this year, y'all remember. Um, I've been in Savannah. It's a place called the Sentient Mean. And then a new one they have is um, it's Bacchus, but they call, it's La Floretry. That's the group um, that handles it. And um, and Sire in ENT, I believe that's how you say it. Um, but I just pretty much bounce around. I've been to Columbia to the art bar. I'm going back there on the 4th um, of the beginning of next month. Um, I've been a little bit of everywhere. I've been to New Orleans, this, did that in July. That was like madness. Ugh. Got to meet D.C., Mystique. It was all us, Keith, everybody. It was just it was just so beautiful. And Nola P. was there. It was just like, man, we had poetry coming out of our pores and stuff around. We had ciphers and it was just a beautiful thing. So, so you work side by side with Saya, and I cannot pronounce his his uh, last name, but that brother there, 
He's been in the game for a minute. Like he got Which one? Um, let me spell it because I'll tell you I messed his name up. I think it's um. Well, I'm gonna try to pronounce it. Tenyella. Who? C H I N Y E L U. Oh, Tishana Chinyelu. That is my publisher. It's a she. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Now, okay, yeah. so I'm confused. It's a brother that has that name also that's in the poetry game. I didn't know that was the publisher. So how did you hook up with her? I, it was, like I said, it was like fate when I did BPC because I met her there. And then... um after us, you know, we conversed and everything else. She was just getting into her publishing. And uh, I just, I was one of the people that, you know, went in. She was like, hey, you know, we talked about it. And I was like, yeah, I believe, you know, I believed in her enough to handle my business. And um, I'm a ride with her. And I've told her that since day one. So that was like the beginning of her publishing company? Uh-huh. I was one of the first ones. Wow. wow. That's amazing. You need a family like that. People need to build a unity like that, a family connect, you know, you got this and I do that and we all do our thing together. You can't do it alone. You need a family connect like that. Yeah. Oh, I see Lisa done came in. We got bad boy number two. Right. We're in the pain in the building. Coming here spreading all that hell and um, mayhem. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bring it. Hell <laughs> and mayhem. Yeah, he, he, now him, that's what I can say. When me and him did that piece, Empty Prayers, writing with him is just like, oh my gosh, it like take me back to my roots because that's where I started from. And um, just writing like that is just, I love it. And that's why I love the group so much. You know, I, I be throwing all kind of stuff in there. You know, my emotion in the chat room saying you are a superhero. That's what's up. Oh, that's Nola P. She knows she's going to make me blush. Cut that out. No. <laughs> Shout out to my Alexia in the chat room. Hi, Alexia. Go to go home, child. You shouldn't be here. Who is Alexia? That's my little niece. Love you, baby. Oh, that's support right there, too. That is Look at that. Shout out to Alexia. Big time. Thank you for coming through. Well, hey, Alexia. How you doing, sweet? <laughs> she going to love it. Oh, my God. I see my name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, yo, is there a quote out there? Because I, I know that you like. On Facebook, you you be posting up a lot of quotes. Do you have a favorite one, one that, you know, you hold dear to you? Oh, man. Um, (laughs) All right. When it comes to love, I don't want to drown. I just want to float. So I pitch my heart and I set sail. (laughs) That's C.P. Mays. (laughs) And then I have one other one. And it's the beginning of one of Bree's tracks, What a Life. It's, I would listen to it all the time. And it says, today, I watch mountains kiss skylines like music holds waistlines. And I said, what? Mm-hmm. You better say that shit. 
Beside me, why 
Um, and I have a real old piece called Pretenses that I just really like. But it's on, it's a heavy subject, but I feel like it. I just like the way it flowed for me. And, um, yeah, and Let Me, which I'm also going to do. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you do her favorite one that like she won't fit? But she has another favorite one also that we're going to let the people hear. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Go ahead, like I was saying that. Piece <laughs> that piece right there, Triangulated Misery. Oh, well, I'm still about to put it down, y'all, so just hold on to your seats. We'll be right back. His heart falls in shadows on the floor. But I'm broken because I couldn't catch him. Couldn't save him from himself or save him from the recklessness of emotions that propelled him into fear walk. Mangling his essence of men into repetitive questions that back to understand. And I have no understanding the answers. All I have are these small arms to wrap around him. But I fear they can stretch no or wide enough to stabilize him. Disposition. I watch helplessly as he bleeds internally from a stubborn soul. His insides are unreachable, and I'm no spiritual surgeon, so I can't carve into his existence and take the pain away. I have no control of time, so I can't fast him forward to the moment of end. I have the power to erase his memory, so his mind tricks him unkind, placing him in a revolving door at the entrance of a hell. He doesn't want to be here. With flames of recollection searing his skin and boiling his core, causing devastation to spew it for can't score. He weeps, saying, I just don't want to love for no more. Although he knows it will never cease. He would never stop loving her or their two children, nor would he stop wondering where God was when she stood that night on the bridge. He tried to fathom what distorted type of thinking could persuade her into believing that the solution to her tortured mental matter was suicide and homicide. See, she jumped into the dark waters, into the deep, into the cold with a three and four year old in her arms. Perhaps she envisioned some land of peace at the bottom of her fall. But there was no peace, only the permanent state of death. She left him to navigate with no maps, no compass, and there ain't no house to God to speak to. Him, trapped in a complex maze of love and memories, meaning trapped in helplessness as the past, balanced him relentlessly. She, killing him, him, killing me. They made us all to die in the throes of this triangular misery. Oh, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I just need you to just touch bases a little bit with that piece. Um, now that piece actually, the beginning of it started totally different than it was supposed to end up. Um, I was actually flowing off one of my own emotions, like at the beginning, and um, but it was just kind of like put in reverse of uh, someone trying to, you know, somebody trying to love a person. And a person just done been through so much, and it's hard. And it's like, okay, everybody in it is in a fight. You know what I'm saying? So it began that way, and then just like the storylines from so many tragic incidents I've heard of, you know, people killing their children or um, women, you know, killing their children or, you know, committing suicide and homicide and different things like that, and not thinking about the people they leave behind. And I speak on that, you know, from experience, because, oh, no, I didn't try to kill my child. No, never that. But I did try to take my own life at one point. And um, it's just knowing that that's something that I would never, ever do again. Before I get to that point, I'll go get help. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like realizing, hey, you have a family, you have people who love you despite how it feels sometimes. And knowing that you gotta you gotta hold on by by any means necessary. So that's oh, yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Wow. That's deep, y'all, but I, I feel it on so many levels, you know. You gotta take the bitter with the sweet and, and keep God first in your life to get through half the stuff that that's that's gonna be aiming at us throughout our life. And the me, I think me and God got a um a mutual understanding right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's and that's what I'm gonna say about that, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 what it is. But I still, um, you know, my dad's a preacher. My uncle's a pastor. My dad's a preacher. Um, I've been in, I've been in the church. I can't say the church been to me all my life, but I've been in the church. All my life, <laughs> so yeah. I always feel That's... like somewhere inside of me, I always feel like people who are like born into the church who have that automatic access because their mothers and their grandmothers and all of them are already there. They have the hardest time in life. You know what I mean? And everybody always mm-hmm. want to say, "Oh, preachers' kids are the worst" or whatever. But it, it's not because they're bad. It's just because it's the hardest for them. Because I mean, why wouldn't you? If you were the enemy, right? Wouldn't you work the hardest on the people that's already in the situation? Exactly. Everybody else got to fight to get there, but you already there, so he got to work extra hard on you. You know, those are the ones sense. he wants. Those are the ones he wants that he wants the most. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It just so, makes sense. So, so I'm gonna do just, the worst things to you, and people always take it like, "Oh, it's them. It's not them. It's the enemy." Recognize. I keep getting. I be getting pissed off. I be like, "Okay, look at my track record, dude. What is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? And then it's like uh, I was also requested to do that piece bang bang, which I'm gonna do tonight before it's over with. And it's like after all I've been through, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I finally got a break. I'm about to settle down, do the family thing, 
everything, and then comes this major bomb, you know, and as most of y'all know, you know, I was diagnosed with HIV in December. And um, for those of you who don't know, I take that message with me everywhere I go. So, which is very brave, and, and, and that's something that, you know, you should definitely, you know, get notarized for because some people, they hold it, and they don't let people know, and, and that's something that somebody can relate to, they can feel, they feel like they're not alone. You know, because you're not the only one, you know. Absolutely. They can connect with you and, and carry that and feel like they can come out and say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with, and this is not my fault. You know, this is something that happened to me, and you know. Exactly. And then you get the you get the ignorance. You know, I don't say much about it. A lot of people don't know, but I've had somebody just straight stalking my freaking website. And leaving all kind of nasty comments and this and this and this. And I would hope that they're listening right now because uh, <laughs> I'm just going to smile at you and say thank you. Because <laughs> evidently they're thinking about me and I appreciate it so much. I really do. I know, that's right. And second, hate does not, and this is to anybody, whoever that person is, if you're listening, hate does not look good on you. I'm going to need you to take that off. Thank you. Need <laughs> to take that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had posted a piece, and um, I believe Dion's group and Soul Visionaries. This was it was a while back, but that's when I had found out through that piece you wrote. I think you said you did it for essay for your for school or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a um, it was an essay from school. Called, you know, not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, I need to read that piece. That piece right there is just on so many levels powerful. And I've commented on that piece, commending you for even going that route, because a lot of people don't want people to know, and, they, you know, they got issues of dealing with it. And I applaud you, girlfriend, because that's a lot to deal with. I couldn't imagine. You know. Yeah, it. I mean, I have I have my good days and I have my bad days, but I feel like, and even with the ignorance of some people that um, what they approach me with, I still feel like the life that I'm saving, be it one, be it two, be it five, you know, be it seven, whatever it is, it's more important than, oh, yeah, me sitting here worried about, oh, somebody's picking at me or somebody's bothering me. It's so much more bigger than that, and that's the problem that I feel. It's it's not every everybody's job is not going to be to do it the way I'm doing. That's just not what I'm saying. But a lot of times, especially where I am, it's got swept up under the rug a little too much. And with that being said, people try to pretend like it's not there, but it is, and it's very serious. It's not a game. It could be anybody. Definitely. Oh, yeah, it don't have no uh, name on it. It can be any one of us, you know, and it don't have to be at any fault of your own, you know. So it needs to be put on the forefront, and people need to know and need to be aware and educate themselves about it because the problem is that people are not educated about it, and they get hung up from not knowing. Yeah. Simply doing research and knowing how you can protect yourself. But, again, I felt like once I, I mean, I've always liked your work, you as a person, but when I I read that, I just felt like I got closer to you and I I really understand who you are as a person. 
because, you know, people judge people so much and don't really know what they got to deal with on a day-to-day basis, have no idea, and never took a, a step in your shoes and want to judge, and I hate that. Absolutely. Sustained. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm goofy. If I didn't know, I'm very goofy. Hey, <laughs> both, girl. I'm always looking to laugh. So, yeah. With that being said, y'all, I know she's ready to get on the stage and do her thing for y'all. I know Chief is waiting for her to spit live. Yes, so, yes. You know, yes. You got yes. it. The floor is yours. Okay. I'm going to do my little signature piece first. Um, some of you may have heard it, but it was requested, and it's like I said, it's one of my favorites. So I'm going to drop She Does It Well first. Can y'all hear me clear? Yeah. Okay. She walks as if tribulation has never been in the soles of her feet. Like untimely rhythms have never thrown askew the beat of her heart. If you let perception be the judge, you would surmise that her cries are few and far between. But the things she's seen sometimes slide through the cracks in her soul, reflecting the shimmers of ghosts in her eyes. Are the most blind to anything beyond the obvious, relying on fragile senses that often betray them. They follow what they feel, trust what they hear, readily embrace the things that are stimulating to the taste, yearn for the human touch, believe what they see. So she hides in plain sight, shedding invisible tears that only reveal themselves along flattened line tree bark, giving strangers her secret keys every time her insides beat across wooden thrones and flooded mics. But in basic circumstances, during her daily grind, smiles ornament her face as if she still lashes in the luxury of being naive, showing no traces of doubt, loving like kids love before they know what life's about, giving herself to homeless spirits, a faithful attempt to be there for others, but they drown in seeds of oblivion, not even knowing her struggle, simply to be her daughter's mother. As she battles against the same system that stepped bipolar across her forehead, as if it were a name brand determining her worth. While they force feed her sanity cocktails, and if she doesn't take them, this fact will be used as justification to justify the injustice of them taking all rights to visitation. And she misses her daughter so much that it hurts. His feelings she didn't even know existed. She frantically grasps for the memories of her daughter's speeches as if they were flesh or bone, trying to make sense of things. So every day she wakes up, clutching fragments of this fractured reality, presenting them with some hole, compiled of bits and pieces of self, scraping away the piles of shit that break her with the sun. Spousal abuse and personality disorder, check. Rape and HIV, check. Childless mother and visitation, check. Child support and molestation, check. Anger, pain, disdain, check, check, check. And so often she wants to raise a middle finger to the sky, give a split peace sign and a blaring fuck you to follow. But then she remembers that for some, she was she is a symbol of hope. So every day she wakes up to the shit that greets her and she just scrapes some more. And she walks as if tribulation has never been in the soles of her feet, with a smile adorning her face, 
crushing fragments of this fractured reality, presenting them with some hope as she tries to make sense of things. Going unnoticed, you probably can't even tell. But yeah, she does it well. Word. See, now you can reflect back on why she can't write no other way. <laughs> no, after I stuff mean, like this, whatever she says she's doing, the book, the CD, whatever she's talking about she's doing, y'all just need to be on that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Follow that. I'm, I'm getting all bashful and stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It's all right. It's okay if you're bashful and stuff. It's all right. It's your moment. Be bashful and stuff. Oh, thank you. I see y'all in chat. I'm, like, so behind, but I'm reading all y'all comments. Please know that. That's right. Fire flow. For those that's not in chat, they saying, I love when she speaks up for the voiceless word. Love, love. Love this. Bravo. Fire flow. Throws my pen in the corner. Look, they don't even want to write no more. <laughs> she I'm messed with me because I I'm always say that. He's throwing this pen in the corner. I done threw my old self in the corner because, wow. Take notes, people. Take notes. Mr. 66 say right you're there. digging deep. is not stage play, but real grown folk emotion. For that reason oh, alone, yeah. I dig you, yeah, yo. That's right. I agree with Mr. 668 for sure. Yes. Yes, indeed. Wow. Um, so yeah, yo, the book, how can they buy the book? Okay, well, the first book is already out. That book was released in, um, in, um, 2010, in March of 2010. And if you would like to purchase the book, if you go to the website, um, the, it will actually take you there, but it's on lulu.com. And the title of the book is When Light Breaks Through. And, um, just search on the Melanie Carter. Don't put the yayo in there on this one because it wasn't in there. And um, yeah, go to lulu. dot com. And if not, if you can't find it from there, if you go to the website at www. dot a taste of raw sugar suga. dot com, it has an area specifically for book orders, and it has where you can get the book. Or you can get the ebook that just came out, which is titled "A Taste of Raw Sugar." It came out in April, and then the next book, "Raw Sugar." That's why it was a taste because that was like the preview. Raw Sugar will be released in April, and actually National Poetry Month next year. I love what? National Poetry Month because my birthday is a National Poetry Month. That's awesome. <laughs> but guess what? Before we do all that, yeah, yo, it's dropping a poetry mixtape. Coming your way Uh-oh. soon, so y'all just better be Ow. ready for that. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait. Out. Shout out to Rob Moreau in the chat room. Say, yeah, yo, you're one of the most important spoken word artists out today. Not the most important. That's what's up. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot of weight, Lisa ain't McGraw it? Said you have the they have the book, and it's an excellent book. Make sure y'all go cop that. It's excellent. 
Yes, Candace, she did buy three or four of those for those to get those copies. And I remember that, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, sweetie. Shout out to Candace for blazing the mic. She always supportive, always letting the people know how she feel about the poets, always backing people up. She backs up original poetry after dark to the fullest. We love her over here. She says she's giving them out as gifts this year. That's what's up, Candace. <laughs> Put me on the list. Put me on the list. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, yeah, yo, is there a poet that you love that has inspired you that you can read their work and just drop everything and just start writing? Okay. This is... Don't oh my now. goodness! <laughs> this is this is this is you know, you know of course my baby. He always pushes me to write. He that goes without question. Um, and then there's Breeze. I like this the poet. He moves me in such a way all the time. I'm always moved to write. Like oh my goodness, I listen to him all the time. And um, then Buddy Wakefield. Andrea Gibson, C.P. Mays, um, B. Young, um, Moses, um, <laughs> my girl, poetically spoken, always. She always pushing me to write something. Um, and then it's like it's so hard to say that because like, I can be sitting on the show. And one of the poets to come through and spit something. I know one night trying to be spit something, and I was like, <gasps> she took my breath away, and I picked my pen up like right after she finished. Y'all do that to me, you know what I'm saying? We got a we got a great group of poets that flock around, and I just get those moments where I just love what y'all do. And um, you push me. Just know, all of you, y'all push me. So many ways. Written in pain, he already know what it is. He in the top three. Let's go. <laughs> uh-huh. That's like my that's like my writing squad. <laughs> yeah, that's whip. <laughs> yeah, whip is definitely an inspired. I have uh, always um, done his work, and it takes. For real, I mean, it takes a special poet to get me to want to write, you know. And he is he is definitely one of those poets that you can listen to and be like, oh, man, I got to get my shit together. <laughs> yeah. He and me, he be like, damn, I got to learn how to write. <laughs> I be sitting there like, yeah. I'm learn how to do this one day. Mm-hmm. Poets, um, speaking of you guys. It's open mic time, and um, love Queen Raw Sugar, table stop, you know, and I press one. And I was just sitting on the line, like, yeah, press one if you try and get on the mic. All right, two seven, two six seven nine eight six. You're in the building. What's up? Damn, I didn't know I was getting through that quick. This is uh, Mr. Yeah. Welcome, six six eight. Thank you. Yeah, yo. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yo. Um. I don't even know what to say. 
every time I get a chance to hear you, and you mentioned Be Young, and that you like the female version. Of oh, wow. Because, you know, that was one of the poets that, I mean, even right now, that's one of the poets that, you know, that, that inspired my pen that I, that I don't know, you know, on the outside. Um, I'm always on YouTube, you know, watching him do his thing, and just to hear you, that's that female version of Be Young. So I'm, I'm, I'm like an instant fan when I hear you. So, yeah, I've been, you know, it, it's, it's like that. So I got to go Man. out books, everything that's out there that represents you, I got to have it. So, you know, that's what we got to do. We got to keep supporting each other. So that's the way we grow. Indeed. Oh, thank you, six six eight. You you already know, man. I have respect for what you do, and then cause you and then you know what? It ain't too many people do sexy the way you do sexy. I'm just <laughs> okay. It ain't too many poets do sexy the way you do sexy, and that's some real shit. It ain't that. Oh yeah, I'm just kind of like, oh okay, yeah. I might throw you a dollar. Mm. Nah, nah. I'm gonna give you the whole hundred, bro. Here you go. Seriously, you are your wordplay and the way you, your delivery is phenomenal and I love you as a poet. Just know that it's a mutual respect. And with that being said, what you got, six six eight? You on black? Um, well today I, I officially did my first off the bone freestyle piece. It took me about twenty minutes to do and you all know if you know how I write, you know I'm slow as a turtle. I don't write fast like that. So mm-hmm. I posted it. I just wanted to get some feedback on it. So this is the piece I'm gonna do. It's a short piece, but you know, nevertheless it was off the dome and it just slowed out in like fifteen, twenty minutes. So this is this is what I got. She is what heroin sounds like. A thief in the night assassinating grooves between the intro before the needle skips backwards lateral moves on my psyche. She just psyched me, tricked me into thinking outside the box about the box that got me boxed in the corners of her lust. And trust she's killing me softly and I pray for a slow death so I can linger in the depths of her dimples attracted to her perpetual motion like rocks skipping across lakes, eyes get high off the heroin heard in her words, tasting the mmm in her hum. My fingers tip, scream red rum, seeming for another hit to my eardrums, just for a chance to get strung out. She is my drug of choice. Well, savor the flavor. It was well done. Well done indeed. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, it was. And I, I just, it's a joy listening. Six, six, eight. Thank you for calling in. 
And feel free to post your links up in the chat room session in the chat room. All right. Next up, we have 413 in the building. What's up? Hey, what's the deal? How y'all doing, ladies? What's going on? This is Mrs. Soldier Dion Valley. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Soldier boy. Hey, Dion. Ha, 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 What's going on? Um, I just have to say, like, I just going to have to give you the number three because, you know why, you're just a triple threat. And, like, yo, you're a phenomenal poet. You're a phenomenal writer. And you a phenomenal grinder. Yo, you get to that. And I I mean, and I say this just because I know how hard you work. You everywhere and you produce the pieces and I don't know how you do it. Because like me, what I things that I do, I take the back seat to a lot of things. Like if I'm gonna write a piece, I'm gonna write a piece. But you do it all. And you just one of the hardest work to put you like the James Brown of the poetry world. That's male or female. <laughs> wow. <laughs> male or female. I don't care who you are. You don't work like yeah yo. And you don't do it like yeah yo neither. She had her own signature style. Style. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't even figure no. it out. <laughs> you don't do it like that. You can't do yeah. it like that. Yo, I mean, you be, she be blazing up like it's so visionary. I'm like, oh, my, oh man, did she do it again? Then you don't see her no more because she's probably just grinding, just doing her thing. So I want to hold up the show, but I had to say what's up. You know what I'm saying? And you know I love right, you. So you don't have, you don't have anything <laughs> to bless us with? I mean, you know what? I don't have anything, but God bless y'all with yeah, yo. That's I know that. Oh, <laughs> this is <me too. laughs> Uh-oh. 
what can I say? Hmm. Damn, I can't even speak when I talk about my perfect man. The record skips. The record skips. The record skips. If I want to make the perfect woman for me, she, she be about 5'8 or taller. I like to climb a sister when I ball her. Her clit is pierced. Her head game, fierce. Smell good, too. Shit. <laughs> she something like you. Because she smells like what she eat. Did I mention she got pretty ass feet? See, she be speaking different languages, too, and for sure. Couldn't fit in no size, too. <laughs> My perfect woman, <laughs> she thick as hell. She thick as hell. She thick as hell. Got a pretty hot and tempting, sexy ass kitty cat. Yeah, she thick like that. Anything less than that? <laughs> Homie, don't play that. My perfect woman got back, and she black. I know this just make believe, but <laughs> thought I'd tell y'all that. She got her own money, a degree, and she. So in love with me that on my birthday, me and she make a movie. Her and her, ha, <laughs> doing this and this and that to me is beautiful. My shit just jumps. So before you see some sperm, shine on me. Baby girl, I think it's your turn. Hmm. My perfect man would hit my spots from left to right, stomach all in knots. Not afraid to dive deep and please me so good he could swim in my sheets. Kisses, kisses, tongue on my nipple so my body flinches. Scream my name. God damn, Cheyenne. Yeah, that would be my perfect man. See, DJ, I don't know if they make them like that. Handle a kitty so lethal you would think she stayed strapped. My perfect man? Yeah, my perfect man. Can we find him? I'm dialing 411perfectman.com. Where the fuck is he at? Dot org. And the record skips. And the record skips. And the motherfucking record skips again. And I'm still searching. And I'm, I'm still looking too. What the fuck is wrong with you? My mama asked me when I didn't marry the last girl. Truth be told, she ain't fit in my world. Now she's somebody else, girl. My perfect girl respects my space, and if I happen to show up late, she ain't got that. Fucked up look on her face. She don't argue. She communicate. She don't hate. She participate. We both plan our date and don't mind an open relationship like Will and Jada. I ain't no hater. I want other people to date her. But when it's me and she, it's me and she. Not clingy, not needy, not overbearing. Not too caught up in the clothes she be wearing. Don't do pop-ups and will make me scream her name every single time she give me brain. 
My perfect woman compliments me. She got good credit, her own, and a phone that won't die, a tongue that won't lie. And is some comfortable inside her skin. She is so comfortable inside her skin. Won't even trip about my others. Even if, even if I bring them. See, she is the perfect motherfucking woman. Dot com. She, she is the fifth letter of the fucking fucking vowel. She is the 21st letter of the alphabet. She is A E I Oh shit! See you! In poem. We are in the damn building. Oh my goodness. This is- You have made me. I had to move the phone from my face because I ain't want to laugh. I'm Ow. like you. You improvised that whole. <laughs> I was this like, is what it is. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. If we oh, could make the perfect goodness. man and woman, this we would just do some dumb shit like this. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. This is what it is. Ow. You fucking hot. You're too fucking hot. <laughs> this is what it is. That's what it is. We will do this. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shyamalan. That's what it is. We are in the building. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Bobby. Y'all come back. I'm saying, I'm a fan, goddamn. That's what it is. I know that's right, and we love y'all. But we got to drop the mic at this time and keep it moving because we want to show on time. We appreciate the love. If you're in the chat room, feel free to drop your links there. Let the people know how they can find you. You're tuned into the original poetry after dark. Spotlight was on Yayo. We're not finished with her yet. This is the open mic segment. We're asking for all poets remaining on the mic, waiting to get on. Go ahead and sit that piece and drop the mic for us. We appreciate it. We have another 818. 818, we in the building. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. What's up, Rob? Hey, baby. How you doing? Can, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you. What's up? Okay. Good. Nothing much. It's my first time calling the show, and it's pretty tight. Yeah, you know. Tight. Yeah, it's really tight. Um, I don't know who I want to do a piece, but I just wanted to give my support, my girl Yale. You know, she just um, like I said, she just she's a shit. <laughs> don't say yeah. say. You know, and actually, I will. I will say that um, on Facebook, she had this. She had she put on her on her own page a, a photo of her um, writing, just writing, and I ended up um, writing a poem about that fo- with, the, with with that photo in mind, and it's it's called "Watch Her Work It." And but I, I haven't got it. I haven't gotten it to memory yet. So hopefully later on, I can uh, get that for you, Yale. So. Appreciate yourself. Do you have anything you want to sit tonight, or you just wanted to show love to the queen? I'm going to show love. I'll do. I'll, I'll sit next time, but um, you know, just a good show, and you'll you'll hear from me. You'll hear from me again. The show. Thank you. Okay, I can Thank say you. that. You won't be sit tonight, but you say you're coming back. And I'll come back. I'll come. I like next. I'll come. 
I'll come through and rip shit. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what's up. All love, Rob. We appreciate you. Uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling, y'all. Uh, good looking, poet. That's what I'm talking about. All love. Next caller, 216. You in the building. What's up? Oh, this is Mama Oladeji. And I just wanted to call oh, that. Say hello to everybody. And just you know, tell you how wonderful you are, yeah, y'all. And just tell you that I admire you so much. And sometimes you just have my heart just so heavy because I love the way and all the things that's going on in your own life, how you take time out to speak up for all the underdogs and all the people that can't speak up. And it just touches mm-hmm. my heart. And, you know, I just want to say something else that's really marvelous about you is that you don't speak about everybody else. You speak about yourself, you know, unless you're speaking up for somebody. And I think that is just, you know, one of the most richest rewards of being a poet when you're able to do that. You know, um, I just want to tell you I love you, and you're just, you know, a blessing to all who has the privilege of hearing anything that you have to say and just keep on doing what you're doing. And right now I don't want to read no poem because I want um, to just, like, listen to the rest of the program, and uh, hopefully you'll get to do some more uh, stuff while we have you here. Yes. Okay, Okay. Much respect. All right. All right. That's love right there. Yeah, yeah, you still hanging with us? You got quiet. Yeah, because I didn't know if I was muted or not, but I'm still here, and thank of you, Of course you're not, I'm, I'm, you are not muted. Anytime we're talking to somebody, you're talking to them, too. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Rob, and thank you, Mama O. I appreciate the love so much, y'all. Y'all know. Y'all know, man. Y'all going to make me get all mushy over here. Y'all know we can't be doing that. <laughs> Cause she gangster, y'all. She gotta keep it, you know. You know, I gotta keep it. Oh, uh, uh. yeah. She has an image to uphold, but she loves you though. She loves. You. I love you though. Like I love you like a fat kid love cake. Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> keep this thing rolling. Uh, next up, we have six oh one. Six oh one. You in the building? What up? This is Jody. 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 Hey, hey, hey. You know I had to call in. Especially after you uh caught my raging storm today. <laughs> oh man, if I did that for you, that's what oh. You you yes, did this I was day till away. the day and we was writing. I was yeah. still away. I cannot wait until Tuesday to get a piece of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know she didn't know we were doing that, right? She... Right, I was like, yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, okay. As long as you didn't say no, I'm with it, you know. <laughs> I just want to say, um, just like today, um, I don't get tagged much, yeah, yo, so I'm fussing at you about that, but I have, I go find her pieces, and... I think that's love and dedication to the work that you really appreciate and enjoy when you go find it. You be like, I know some shit from her somewhere, and I'm going to look for it. And I go oh, look okay. for it. And as they all know, I comment on I don't care. You got to tag me. I go find it if I want to see it. So um, I really appreciate her work. I love her message. As Mama O says, she's very creative with trying to bring um, growth and understanding to not only the youth, but some of us young, acting-ass, older people, too. So, um I just I really appreciate that. I, I appreciate what you do, and I I love that you leak your soul into your work. That means a lot, and it and it sends a message to people who um 
who who can who can feel it as well as as you give it. And I think that it shows you that we appreciate it and that your work is not going unheard. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm, so I'm gonna change the piece and then I'm I'm um I'm gonna drop the mic. But it's 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 a uh, it's a piece. Um, I've spit it before, but. It uh it kinda covers something what um Yayo and I did today and it's called Dear Independent Sisters. Okay. All right. Dear Independent Sisters. I know it's easy to claim my independence because as far back as I can remember we were forced from our brothers' beds. Slave masters claiming us as tokens as our men were sent to plow fields so we could make our masters bread. Sons and daughters beaten so bad that they would forget we ever had a connection, so regret set in. We began to believe we didn't need each other. We began to fight and fuss one in love but became promiscuous, thought trust but settled for a fuck. And as hard as they cried, we made it okay for our men to not give a fuck either. Neither of us could pass that pass, so a battle became a war, and we continued to cast stones fighting for the right to choose who's right for us. And since we far from dumb, we began to require standards opening legs under table manners, looking for Johnny B. Good while Billy Badass is washing his ass from the wonderful night we just gave him. Double standards led our men into misunderstanding us. I'm not excusing their foolishness. I'm just shining light on what we've done while reaching for our independence. Why step up to the plate when we lower our requirements to the floor? During the day we yell and hell no, but at night we discard our crooked halo for a chance to show them just how independent we are. Hiding those resurfacing far-fetched scars where part-time entertainment search for ovaries to give a name to it, but a baby was a schematic accident. Like somehow our independence will cause him to change the grain of his sentimental, oh shit, what we gonna do? So now he's instantly a deadbeat. But who didn't require him to dress up his meat nor protect herself from possible diseases because she independently allowed free play under sheets? Some precautionary decisions should be made when we first meet. Yet, unsandaled souls are usually signs we pre-plan to get our feet dirty. So we muddy his name to lessen the shame we feel for the cheap thrill, but there's no morning pill after for good judgment being thrown out the window. And for those who lasted more than a night or two, we were still we still didn't have a clue as to who he really was and if he'd remain true. And my hat's off to you. But it doesn't excuse the fact that at the end of the day it was known that it could be possibly you who would carry and raise the burden of choices made by disagreed but disagreed upon. No more fun for that independent one. It's off to the land of moms. Now Badger and Blaine becomes an atomic bomb of 18-plus years being stuck with the repercussion of a losing game. We won the independence. Well, he's given us that. We've pinned up voodoo dolls to rip out hair while stabbing our sisters in the back, not understanding the fact that what was never ours can never be claimed. Framing children like Happy Meal prizes, disguising once with unfulfilled needs, asking the system to stuff our independent pockets with materialistic shit. We want to gather from greed. Neglecting care, spreading lies about the malnourishment seen in those babies' eyes when the last time he's seen that child. Have you made an honest effort without your rules and stipulations hanging over his head? Which 
so-called friend that you go behind or through just to end up with that now deadbeat, see? Independence was watched and hung as the white flag of liberation for our gender, but we didn't remember the passageway, danced to a new rhythm and swayed over the boundaries of sisterhood. Sticking together became undone. Independently fighting as one, individual feminine lambs amongst a pack of manly wolves. Let's defend off the likeliness of self and maintain the bites and strikes as prey to the more powerful. Independence has been devoured. Only a few escaped with blood dripping and bruises. Wonder why we didn't choose this because independence was an honor sought. But we bought into lines that weren't there. Manipulated into thinking we were what we hadn't yet become. Strong and vulnerable can coexist. But to admit this would seem weak. So those lines were slipped in with evening drinks and office flowers. Oh, the power that causes cat fights and lingerie nights. Enough to raise havoc and bitterness over tall tales and manipulated kisses. Control at the core of our emotions. Motion senses cut off during dangerous times and an uneasy independent mind will never be primed. For fair judgment and fine-tuned decisions on unity of sisterhood or the danger of hindsight's anger for giving chance to an incompatible man. And that's just it. Our incompatibility does not have to breathe misery into our children of circumstance. Chances are if sisterhood bridges weren't burned, we may have had a shoulder to turn to, to help us get through the rough patches. Someone who, who would have told us that him being wrong does not mean that he's not a father. And if he doesn't want to be, then why bother? Give our kids someone and something to be proud of in us because releasing anger frees us to be dust-free and available without us scorn. Thinking things through us, strong with the vulnerable side of us, independently capable but willing and able us, indulging in the thirst to pick up at every crossroad with another sister's hand to hold in case we feel like we're about to fold into the wrong hand while waiting on that right man because he may be waiting on you to release the past so he can get through your independent sisters. Yo, man, love to you, Jody. Post your links up in the chat room. Definitely come back, girl. Oof, powerful. Never powerful queen on the mic, destroying it. We gotta keep this thing rolling. We got 24 minutes left in the show. You listen to the Vision of Poetry after dark spotlights from Yayo, and she ain't done yet, y'all. Next up, we have two six seven, two six seven. You in the building? What's good? Uh oh. <laughs> What's good, bro? What's Good. I see you up in the big chair. You got things to say. You got these people listening and all of that. Yeah, you know, you got right, some right, of that right. going on. You already know. But I'm just saying, I'm going to need you to get it in. Let's go. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I, I ain't make you cry or sniffle yet. I ain't even say all the mushy stuff like everybody else. Okay, okay, okay. I'm waiting. All right. Yale's a beast, yo. Right, right. And I appreciate her pain. You know, Yale used to not like me. I'm going to keep it real. She used to not really care for it and pain too much. And, um, you know, poetry being the healing factor that it is, it bonded <laughs> us. And now we like brothers and we kindred souls. 
poetry is beautiful. Oh, that is so beautiful. That out there. Oh, hey, poetry is beautiful. Yeah, I want to put my foot all up in. Yeah, but I love you so much, though. You my boy. I love you back, man. It's all good. Um, yeah, you do. Um, I'm going to share this piece with y'all. It's called um, This Can't Happen to Me. Um, I'm going to have to work with me with this piece. All right. Door. Hard work. Just want to bed. Shoes off. 45 minutes before they get home. Every sentence starts with mommy. I'll after that, him. Yesterday he worked late. Didn't see him. Need to see him. Want him to daddy me. Like the nights before he married me. Yes. Bed now. 38 minutes left. Less stress now. Phone buzzing. One text now. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., as the number popped up, every time he saw it, he hopped up. We've been together two years. I trust him when he here. But there's something about this number here. Makes me wonder when it appears. Last night, I read this message. It said, will you be home for breakfast? Will you be home for breakfast? Six times I read this, copied the number, went to sleep. Now I'm holding my phone, trying not to cry. Text two letters, the word read. I don't recognize the number. I wonder, who is it? Maybe a missed text, someone's off a digit. No need to respond. Get out these work clothes, put my house clothes on. Radio turned up, my song's on. I feel like singing. I know this person hear this phone ringing. Avoid my text. I just want to know if they having sex. Yes, I feel guilty for fishing in my man's jurisdiction. But this, this, this is woman's intuition. So to ease my suspicion, I made the decision to find out if this where he be when he gone missing. I call again and just listen. Phone again. Must be Lynn. I'm going to tell a call at 10, 22 minutes, some kids walking in. It's that, it's that number again. If I ignore the text, I ain't going to answer the call. Some people just can't take a hint at all. 20 minutes ends my break. Dinner, potatoes, salad, T-bone steak. Plus, I got to make this man this marble cake. Phone rings, same number. Okay, now I'm pissed, so I answer. Who is this? Hi, my name is Sharon, pardon my tone, but I read your text in my man's phone, 1 or 2 a.m., like he live alone, so after reading the texts you wrote him, I'm trying to find out how you know him. One of your texts asked about breakfast. I'm sorry. In 15 minutes, my kid's coming in reckless. My fingers get heckled. Your man probably got one of my man's texts. Sorry for texting so reckless. I'm sure my explanation can correct this. You text 281-573-8210? I stand corrected. Yes, indeed, see. I don't know what he told you, but we dated for a year. He's been living here for two. I guess he worked at that job with you. Well, this is his woman. 
I read your texts too. I'm telling you, whatever y'all have is through. I just want to know if he's sexing you. He lives with you? Is there money he's giving you? No, honey. I make the money. And let me tell you something, bitch. Wait. You sleeping with my husband. Eight years married. Twins carry. Kevin and Carrie. He gives me money, so I guess you getting robbed. When you don't see him, he's home. I guess you the job. So watch your mouth. I'm his spouse. Y'all just playing house. Ten minutes, my kid's barging in here hungry. I'll deal with him. He belongs to me. This phone to my ears, and I'm fighting tears. Been living a lie for three years. I'm giving him money. He's spending on you, pretending for me to be with you. He made he made me come and make love in his office, swivel chair, North General Health Care. Oh, my God. I worked there. Wait. Do you have blonde tips in your hair? Yeah. My God. I saw it there on my desk, on my keyboard, everywhere. And I know that wasn't really his co-worker's red jeep. Wait a minute. Do you wear Chanel? Yes. I smelled it all over my passenger seat. I can't take anymore. In five minutes, my crazy baby's sitting to walk through the door. Four-day weekend last August, me. Thanksgiving, 4th of July, Labor Day, 2009. Yeah, me, all three. And I see why he can never spend Christmas with me. How could you think he lived with you? Same way you thought your husband had a night job. You thought he worked all day? Because I wasn't there to pay his cell phone bills or call them hotels and pay for them deals and company meals. I saw on his credit card bills. He said it was a job assignment, so I guess he wasn't lying. He was dick supplying, and you was the client. Two minutes left. Now she quiet. So whatever it is, I got the ring. You just a fling, a side thing. They early. Doorbell ring. True, true. You got the ring. But he lied to you like he lied to me, and two of his babies growing inside of me. So the ring says he's yours logically, but two parts of him belong to me. Yeah, now she quiet. He'll be here tonight, no mistakes. Plus he said he was bringing me some marble cake. My hand's starting to shake. Mama! That's a mistake. They don't know I'm about to break. Hello? Yeah. Wait. Room spinning. Lights dimming. Mama! I hear him in the kitchen. Hello? Listen. I'm about to go. They at my door. Mama, don't call me no more. She crying. What am I supposed to do? Bitch, should I feel sorry for you? Mama! Phone beeps. It's him. Hello? Yeah, babe, it's Kevin. I'm going to be late. You still going to make daddy that marble cake? This, this can't be happening to me. That was written in pain. Oh my God, a rubber, rubber. <laughs> she never said Oh my goodness, look. Written in pain, lethal pass. He lives up to his name. We got to keep this name rolling. Man, that was like, we like, what's going to happen? We waiting and biting nails and... Yeah, that's how you do. That's how you does things. This is poetry right here on the original poetry after dark. I don't know what y'all doing anywhere else, but if you ain't here, you absolutely know. <laughs> hey yo, that was my joy. I can't believe he did. <laughs> that was what was up, indeed. 
Yes, indeed. Um, I'm turning the mic back over to the queen uh, so she can sit another live piece for us. Um, yeah. Everyone, I urge y'all to call in because we're going to be pushing the archives. There's plenty of poets left to get on the mic. 347-826-9842 for us. When that clock hit one second, one minute left, no one else will be able to call in. So if you don't want to miss it, call in now. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to have a little fun with this piece. Um, probably heard it before, but, yeah, it's called Candy Coated. And I want to keep the mood a little light right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was fucking a woman long before I knew I was bisexual. Because every time you came to me with the taste of her juices on your lips and kissed mine, we intertwined in a crazy kind of way. We didn't even know each other, but we knew each other's bodies. See, you were playing house in two different homes. She and I were both laying claim on something that was never ours to own, calling ourselves wifey when your ass was just a rolling stone. <laughs> you were rolling from bed to bed, dropping lines with games sprinkled on it into our heads. But me, shit, I knew you were mine. You were my king, my candy-coated chocolate Adonis. And you never gave me any red flags to make me run from it. So I embraced you, laced you with melodic poetry notes from my soul. And we all know there's nothing more potent than a passionate poet. So my love was the fucking truth, but it was wasted on you because your heart was nothing more than a wasteland. Pollution at its best, presenting me with genocide. But I guess you can call it suicide because I was willing. So here I was in this love triangle, not even knowing it exists, with me, you, and this other bitch sharing a dick that wasn't even all that to begin with, but it was all that to me because I cared. And the smiles on the faces of others and on that of neighbors were actually laughter because they knew my happily ever after would turn into World War Three soon, and they were just waiting on a sudden boom I didn't even see coming. But it came. And quite ironically, it was a quiet, calm day in January when Faye came knocking at my door and she said, your fiancé has been my boyfriend for two years or more. My heart stopped, my stomach dropped, concrete rock smashed into the house, my fairy tale love lived. It was she, the other woman. It was she, my fucking nemesis. It was she, the first pussy I ever tasted. It was she. But now... It's five years later, and she still calls me from time to time, and she loves nothing more than to feel this pearl tongue of mine. But wait, like I said, I was fucking a woman long before I knew I was bisexual. So if I ever run into you again, I would like to thank you for introducing me to her. Word. Ow! <laughs> My goodness, oh, hold up.
Composing this journey with the sound only we can synthesize, visualize. Hopefully by the next life we realize that, see, I'm a true Cancerian crowd. Throwing up my claws to the sky, see, to this shoreline, you are that tide. My foundation to the pride. My, my, my. That started, I look up to the sky, wishing upon you daily, following every little step to the world's end, just to satisfy this high. Sexiest ever, sipping on that Bailey's, copywriting this feeling to make sure it's never eroded. <sighs> Damn you. The reflections about this melody, sweetheart, you are lyrically decoded, making me fantasize about your presence, politicking the idea of me sharing this crush imploded. Thoughts of some sorts, but together in my realm destiny. See, know me, I don't do this shit, but my mind is playing tricks at times. Even encourage me to pin this, aiming at this goddess, making love to your abstraction through these lines. Direct, live, but extremely modest. I don't mean to drown you out with all this talk of being mine, inadvertently supplying you with this fix was the hardest. But see, those are my kind of chimes. And I'm like, damn, you have your hair, you like to have your hair tugged. Going to war during the wee hour time, battle of the sexes, living unplugged. That was just the sound decibels. Once I observed that visual projectile casting the hard mind soul through this castle, making sure you was realistic, checking for my 2020 optical. First, I observed the front very well. She didn't have to turn around for me to know to be assured that gluteus ferocious, curvy, and how I like them swell. Since that was my. Since then, my mind has been deferred. Listen to our soundtrack on this Dell Hell. I have plans for your tundra with this up most hollow. Because if I was him, I'd supply you with this fix. While you spitting your piece on BTR lights, don't have to even be dim. Using just my apex to write on your walls until it fades solo. Forearm, forearm playing across both of your limbs as you watch. Making sure the juices of yours shall swallow. Reciting that piece with your words foreign to the deaf ears, they think it's your delivery. The pauses, the mixed clauses and the verbiage, making that shit clear. But it's that brush putting in the work and thirsting for just a page in your history, quenching that thirst, replenished by the taste, just making the realm sear. Never calming, never claiming boredom of suffering from this relationship misery, because I lift up that hood, giving praise to the support in your writing. And teasing your glance with these sweet taste buds, damn that taste. Nibble on the brink of almost chew as I welcome the floods. And no need to keep fighting as I'm palming, you're palming my head with both hands. You didn't have a chance to use your thumb, so I, the bottom lip is what you're biting on. Forget to hang up the cell as the audience so understand the chat rooms are static. Hot pieces and bravos for my new fan shit. The second time this week, I need that hell again. See, I forget them asthmatics, but we in this world of our own, making my way to that gland in that full court press diamond zone, meshing the entire way to that clitorial shaft, damn your tone, garnishing your ligaments, trying to stay on that path the whole time, listening, relaxing your muscles and veins, instantly addicted to her warmth as the walls continue to pour despite these preconditions in this freaky Friday, and unable to stay in my lane, pulling me closer as the cheek dimples are parallel to your cura. See, Miss Bluetooth, I give, can drive you insane. And your knees buckle each time I do this to you. Thanks for this blessing of my mustache pain. Nose all in and spreading your lawyers, picking you up as I as I stand up. Cloud supporting that stance. My 30 for 30 close up, 45 degree angle off the wall. As your hips giving that forbidden dance. Palming these succulent caramel treats, squeezing. Yeah, baby, my brush is weak. Begging for that nectar, calling your verbal trees and secretly extracting the deadly season. Then it happens. Your legs come, your legs climbing my upper torso, shaking. Grips get tight. I said, baby, 
baby, just let go. And the faster and faster you ride this brush with all your might, let me have it. You earned this nut through this flood, warm, sensual, tundra's pit. Experiment with the thoughts of capturing your glove. You're a man for the duration of the spit. You're a man. Yeah, I like the sound of that shit, but I'm not. Let me slow down, breathe for a minute, and wait for you because with you, everything's chance. And that's it. Absolutely fantastic night of poetry. I am thoroughly impressed. I am so glad to be a part of this. That's what's up right there. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. Go ahead and do your thing, Tana. We're about to get ready to move into the archives, folks. All right. If y'all hurry up and call in, you might be able to catch the rest of the show because we still got Yayo and the rest of the poets that's on the line. Much love to Yayo, the Kata Kata, for being on the show. Make sure y'all here on Tuesday, we got Urban Voodoo in the building. And then on the 23rd, we got the Poet Showcase. That's when we're going to play the tracks of the poets that we have. If you want your track played, make sure to hit us up at Poetry at the Dark at gmail.com. We got the Old School Battle on the 27th. That's the OJs versus the Asleys. I can't wait to get it in. Mad Rider, make sure you're there to slow dance with me for that. On the 30th, we got the Battle of the Cities. Y'all rep your city. If you want to be a part of the battle, let us know what city you repping and then squad up. You need about three people to fit with you to get the title for the best city of spoken word. We love y'all. Thank y'all for coming and joining us. It was a hot show. Loved all the poets. Love you, boss lady. Love you, Yayo. Yes, Aww. Oh, love we love you, babe. Thanks for that. We love everyone, all the posts that came through, Matt Love. Y'all check out Rock Sugar, Yayo, support this queen and all her endeavors. Y'all can just know yes. what it is. We're about to move in the archives. Boss Lady sitting in the archives, so y'all might want to call in 347 826 9842. We ain't done with Rock Sugar yet. Yayo, I want to say when that mixtape drop, make sure you come through for the album release and so we can get a cop that so folks can make sure they get that mixtape because I'm definitely on that. I sure yes. will. <laughs> and this is Rocky, y'all. Raw sugar. Wait. I have to make sure you understand. I only want to love you. Can I slide my hand down the back of your mind and maybe simulate your mental until you come to the realization that this is real? Can I peel back your inner layers and kiss those dark places you try to keep secret? Exposing you down to the bone, only to cover you with my womb and watch you attach to my walls. So we can create life. Because I can't think of anything more beautiful than our DNA interwoven like the limbs of next flesh. Can I wrap my mouth around your left ear just so you can hear me climb? While we dance to the rhythm of ecstasy Let me stroke the aches of your pain Until they transform into something splendid Like the side of your back bending And mimicking the moon as you search for the truth Society has tried to shatter Let me lay melodies where your thigh and your waist connect And watch you respond to my unholy tongue with conviction Let me overflow your cup until you spill and explode Shots of sensual liquid onto the back of my throat 
that I would take in, like I swallow my every breath. See, what you have to understand this is about you, not about me. So get lost, baby, and let my head rock you. Making his neck jerk, 
damn right I'm going to murk that dick like I gave birth to it. So like I like IV, I get fluid, natural lubrication because my pussy was salivating and foaming at, foaming at the lips. So he grabbed my hips and challenged the circumference of my walls as his head began to swell. So I made that ass turn like butter with my cheeks splattered across his torso, and he wanted more, so I emptied him with the suction of my pussy lips, now demanding to be fucked like a whore, positioned myself down on all fours and pushed my ass up in the air like sunshine because his dick was hard and ready to roll, 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 full speed ahead like a car with no brakes, so he began to beat it like mice, sticking and jabbing in combos of ones and twos. I'm as good as caught because he's determined to leave this pussy bruised and sucked and licked the back of my neck before he daddy long dicked me and grabbed my ponytail. My train thought derailed. My body became frail. My sex liquefied and oozed down my inner thighs, only to be followed by cries when I felt him pull out of me. So I raised to place him in my mouth, alternating the position of him between my jaws, slurping him up like a chocolate milkshake until he creamed on my tongue. And yes, I left him hung and pussy was sprung. Still, I was ready for more, even though my lips were sore, so I whispered, faster, deeper, longer, bend me, over, coming, stronger. And that's that piece. And that's that piece. Definitely that piece, girl. Shit, I'm kidding you. Girl. I watch yourself. I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> hey, you be having men in the corner sitting there shaking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just like ooh. <laughs> Thank oh, y'all. Boy, Love y'all. Just a little break. What's love? <laughs> Baby, got to love the poet, man. Got to. We're gonna keep it rolling, y'all. Eight three two. We in the building. Hey, what's going on, Steve? Jeez, I ain't think he was coming around. Glad you made it. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I'm like super late. You know what I'm saying? I'm at work. It's Uber late. Right yeah. Uber. Oh, it's okay. He had to be but, at work. Uh, he had to pay the bills, y'all, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Melanie. Yes. You know, you do your thing. I ain't even got to say this shit. You know, you do your thing, and we get it in. That's what we do, and it don't stop. Of course, and right, right now, right now, right now, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Hi. Right. Microphone strangulus. Big ten clicking bus ain't no taming us. Notorious with it, I'm dangerous. Got the fire chief making the fuss. Got words that'll make the poke us, but don't play bus. To make them lead us and the menaces to society trying to break us, but I pump fake them papers. Left them dead wearing a hockey mask and crystal lake. Microphone bullies. Murdering tomfoolery. Word slingers, rhyme bangers, like my king said. We're dangerous. Gutting blueprints to create something fresh that'll leave you vexed. New shit is how we do this with our ancestors on our side and buried in our ink. Historical test techniques. The queen and king beast always ready to ride. Without notice, you should know this. Head strapped with C4, call them explosive. We wrote and showed this many times before. Peace creeping in the shadows and yelled the word whore. 
like sex is hurt, but you keep begging for more injections of Webster's secret out of your pores. Word whore, always in effect. Like beans getting down or lay down, or my flow will leave you wet. And when it comes to Keith, you already know he's the beast. On the throne, taking his poetic place. So don't come at me wrong or you'll be missing your face. And nothing can save you. Call it a never-ending story like a trade you. You got a thousand ways to die. We just gave two, 180 proof. The shit will get you plastered, you bastard, in just a matter of time before everyone figures out. You've always been a has-been. A has-been. A nothing. Your pen ain't even worth mentally fucking. And I've heard I shouldn't use my pen to talk shit, but you just mad because your pen ain't shit. So be careful with that watered-down flow, because this ring ain't no place for no old ho. Young hoe, faster, slow flow, your shit is a no-go. Red like step signs and shit. Stealing off my plate just to get you a hit. If lyrics was called, you couldn't rent you a hit. And if your shit don't fit, then you shit a quick. But this ain't no OJ and Cochran. This is the Sly Fox and yeah, yo, Pop Rocks. And we busting you in the brain like nuts with a throat lane. Because what you got to know and comprehend is this Bunny and Clyde shit will never end. We're like Father Time always on the clock. And I can get less of my opinion because I ain't going to stop. I'm going to keep spitting, keep ripping it. This is my flow. And it just keep calling you, huh? That's why my name is Yayo. And I'm the beast, better known as the notebook. You can't see me with 2020 vision with glasses on through a microscope, so it's better that you don't look. I already got your number like phone books, lyrically inclined at any given time to hit you with murder and a dope hook. Yeah, it was like that crack you don't cook. And me, my scope is always on. I can pick you off from a thousand yards. Hate to hate us so much, you gotta love us. We're guaranteed to go hard. That's the Okay. All right. I'm going to say the peas. 
But photo box get her piece in and we end things. Uh, you bringing other poets in? I'm sorry, I just started talking. Oh, it's okay. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if Honest A wants if I want to check him out before we go and um forward because you can't press one call on this Skype. I think. Hey. Hey, I'm here. What's up, lady? Hey, did you want to step? Yeah, I'll drop something real quick. All right. All right. I'll I'll go hard like this. This one is called I Am Legend. I I am legend. I possess the intergalactic nutsack for my two moons that bust the superstar sperm from my big dipper to impregnate space. Make it a big you worship as God. And was reincarnated as the spoken and soldier enigma standing before you by my mother. Faded to launch gasoline loogies into a microphone as my torch to set unconscious mind, bodies, and souls on fire. Wake my brethren up to the silent chamber and that reality we call life. I'm the double-edged sword that has shanked your prisoner minds with my tips so you can get the point. Yeah, you know me, the infamous blade in Roman time, sharp as a tack. The knife of redemption plunged into Brutus' back after he got Caesar. Still stand as a double-edged sword you don't want to fuck with. Lucifer was my feces for my bowels of hell I shitted into existence. Legendary cause no average man walking among us. Talk with the voice of God and the thoughts of a teacher. Time is precious to me like a child with a terminal cancer. And I say, damn, Father Time. The only reason he lays claim to that Fame, cause that son of a bitch got the patent before I did. The gaps in spaces, so many faces of undercover races segregated my bloodline from your history books. Artificially inseminated ignorance into my people to birth incompetent tomorrows from their slavery yesterdays. The truth from my lips was spit to bring prolific chains so our presses were afraid to print it. This methodic mind me text was thought too infectious to be masturbated in cerebral cortexes. And conscious ink on the prophetic pages is contagious when spoken from a liberal black maid's mouth. How dare you to try and kill me or this crew of wizardry words, Mitch. Watch how quick you melt from challenging my acid spit. And Karma, Karma used to be my fiance before she thought I cheated on her. Broke up with me. I became her ex-man and she became a cancer to any next man that did her dirty. So I do this for the fact that more lifelines hold no weight when it comes to my soul. Terradome, igloo, WMDs of corruption will never leave me cold. For the tragic poetic symphonies plaguing hood folk to the Andes. Johnny come lately, come suckers can never and will never close their coffins of lies on this true entity, a natural born king. I will stain your negativity with positivity like dubberings. Who told these media critics that legends were myths? It must have been too cuckoo for crackhead puffs, cause I think they puff puffed and passed on intelligence. Riot veins have bled blood stains from my Black Panther, Jill Scott, Heron, and Langston Hughes and Fuen's heart. Like the Terminator, I was sent back here from the future on a mission, but not to kill John Connor. Reload this email proclamation and spread my message through this poetic AIDS pen. Respect will be given when you realize I am a fucking legend. That's it. Hey, hey, 
I think that might be my favorite piece I've ever heard you say it. Like, yeah. He just went to Lynn. He bring it back. He even left that freaky shit alone. He was ready to start spicing shit. No, that's right. (laughs) Man, you just went in. Goodness. I had, like, no idea what to do all night here and all this shit that was going around my head. Like, mm -hmm. I had to change the pace up a little bit, but no, that's <laughs> indeed. I love it. I think that's I it. That's, 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 I'm gonna need to hear that again. Run that back next Friday. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. All right. Um, I had someone in chat. I don't know if there's anyone else on the line that want to get on, but you need to press one because we're about to close the show soon. And I don't have no one else. Everyone else I'm looking at, 330 you are all listening. All right, Chief, let's go. It's on me? Oh, I just saw one, 504. 504, you're in the building. Hi, Melanie, this is Lisa Nola P. How are you? Nola P. Hey, baby. How are you? Made it on the fire. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Well, I wanted to call in and just say hello and tell everyone my personal experience with Melanie. And she knows I'm a soft heart and she knows I'm a crybaby and all that because I'm a real tender heart. But Melanie Carter is just one of the best people I've ever known because she has literally changed my life by giving me support that no one else has ever given me before in regard to my writing and giving me confidence that no one has ever given me before. And she's given me a chance um, that other that others have not given me before. And I got to meet her a couple months ago, uh, her and Keys both, in New Orleans at a charity event. And I just wanted to call in and tell her how much I appreciate her, appreciate her for being the person she is and for being the poet that she is, and more than all of that, just being the human that she is, to just really reach out and touch other people and give them confidence. So I just want to make sure everybody knows what a wonderful person she is because she's just great. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, indeed, indeed. See, Melody. Thank you. And you <laughs> You're know very welcome. I, I believe in you, and I know because you you are who you are. You do what you do. I'm not the one to give you that. You have that in you already. So don't well, thank so you. don't get that. <laughs> All right. But I love you. Thank you. I love you yeah. too. <laughs> uh, but I would like you. to do uh-huh. I'd like to do a piece tonight because um she's given me confidence to do other things. So um I wanna do a piece <laughs> if I could. <laughs> Of yeah, course you can. Right, she's, she's never heard me, so and it's a little different for me, so <clears throat> I hope I can do it. <laughs> okay. How do I get behind, between, beneath your one in a million unique design that makes you rhyme? I don't want to just know you. I want to consume you. Be the fire that melts the snow in you. Wind beneath your wings, please. I want to be a freaking F5 and blow out your body and rearrange your mind. Like you, please. I want to creep you, freak you, everything but defeat you. Be sweet and kind, 
please. I want to hurt you good, tie you up, wish you could be so bad as to make me glad. I wish I'd never met you. Beg, still and bar, just to let you have your way, my way. Go all the way, past jail, past go, roll the dice once again, twice. Snake eyes. Now we're talking voodoo. I'll be your doll. Prick me, stick me. Make a wicked girl grin. I'm not an angel, but then, hey, you ain't my sin. Just a boy, not a man, yet. Let's begin. Please, I never want to end. Walking down the path of you, I want to get close. Hit, stop, rewind, get another dose. You're my drug of choice. You keep my thoughts moist. Dripping with desire, wet with a never-ending fire of wanting to know the in and out of you. Your verse can't stop. I'd be lost. Little Red Riding Hood, where's my wolf? Read me a book. I prefer a fairy tale so I can dream of a day when I can look and I'm me and you're my knight. The dragon's gone. No time to kill, please. It's fiction. So surreal. In peace. And that's how you bust the cherry. That is how you pop that cherry. No, the pea, girl. You better work that shit out. <laughs> Straight from the squad family, y'all already know what it is. The publishing company, and y'all see why I went after her. Do you understand now? That's oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You see it? You see them in the chat, what they saying to you, Lisa? You can see what they say. No, I haven't looked yet. <laughs> oh, you need to look. You see it, right? What do y'all call her? Nola P. That's her name? Okay, Nola P. I'm going to see it from now on. Nola P. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, dear. Okay. Much love. New calls I can Thank you so much. All right, Chief. Since you're being bashful over there, I'm going to go ahead and spit my piece. I'm being bashful. I I thought it was on me, and then you called her in. You could could close the show. You could end the show with your piece. I think your piece is a show closer. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay, my piece is it. The piece is called Kiss These Lips. There's a whisper in my ear. I get excited. Delighted by your delicate, delectable lips. Soft to the touch. And oh, how my body lusts for you. And often, too. And yeah, I know many of you will make a joke or two or three about me and what I and what you hear and see. But none of that even matters to me because I'm lusting. And not even he has to understand. But trust me, I crave it. Damn near want to go back to the day he was conceived and enslaved it so I, too, can be his overmastering desire. And, yeah, I know that shit sounds crazy, but, baby, when he kissed these lips, well, that shit sounds crazy. The sound of my lips parting ways, moist from the graze of his tongue across my opening, hoping he would get so drunk off sips of me. He can't walk a straight line or remember his A to Z, and if they test him, his breath would be just drips of me. Yeah, charge us with a L-U-I because I ain't going to lie. I am definitely loving under the influence. I mean, the way his tongue and lips just get into this, like a finely tuned instrument, I mean it. Not that complicated. A girl could really get used to this. Excuse me, but I'm talking to your lips. Smile. The intensity of your sweet kiss piques my interest, makes me want to start a hit list of every woman with the same illicit wish. This shit just don't make no damn sense. Just 
for you to kiss these lips. Put your strong brown hands around my hips and pull me close. My emotions creating the transparency. I'm like a ghost trapped between the rim of us, trying to find my righteous space. Look at me while I caress your face. Feeling you go deeper makes me fall in deeper than your playful mixer. They make me weaker. An enthusiastic passion. Your mouth is giving me a thrashing, and I love it. My lap, my lips can never lie to you. That's why they move with every glide you do, making every move valuable, priceless pleasures. I'm overflowing my amenable measures, drenching you with my everything, but still feeling like there are more words I should get out. But instead, I close my mouth, excited, delighted, waiting for you to just. What is up with this fade out? Like, that's that piece. Okay. <laughs> just Thank loving you. it over there. You and the tenders making mad love. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, both. It's that piece. I'm waiting. I'm excited. Right now. Oh, we have another poet that, that jumped back on. Uh, so, by all means, because, you know, this poet, particular poet, will come get me. <laughs> Two, six, seven. You're back in the building. Oh, now? I better hear something now. <laughs> yeah. Why you got to say it like that? <laughs> you know you'll come get me. I'll be hemmed up. So I, I see you. I have to make sure I get you back in there. I just wanted to know some. Anyway, I'm going to spit this piece real quick. It's called In These Sheets. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get my. Hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in These Sheets. Let me rub feet as I use soft speech to come face-to-face with your peach. This gravitation will launch you past imagination where the sensation creations boil past intoxication. Don't want to lose you, so my tongue will play jazz riffs in your walls till it soothes you. Meditating on melodies, your reaction of distraction from the oral extraction of your mango-flavored memories. My head trapped in your hands. Now, now you got plans. My mouth follow your demand from suck to lick. So succulent. Soft blow, French kiss, index finger, drench this. This intenseness has you revealing pretentious intentions. I'll stop before you had enough. In these sheets, you taste sweet. Man at feet. Bon appetit. No questions as I'm beckoned for seconds. Let me reiterate. I lick the plate. Not because it's that good, but for goodness sake. Now you're ready to raise the stakes. Reaching for bulges could be a big mistake. Pull it out. Watch how long this takes. Already know you can dictate, but can you dictate? Let me rain on your parade till levees break. Flood the room till we levitate. Watch firm on levels elevate. 
This about to escalate. Just, just you wait. It'll get hard to concentrate. Allow me to reiterate. It's about to get irate. So hot, we made disintegrate. That's, that's just how I operate. In these sheets. Watch we turn freaks. We gonna reach the peaks like mountains do. Soon as I start mounting you, you know what it's a mountain to. Make you gush like fountains do. Release them sounds I found in you. Movements and motions astounding you. Only orgasm spasms grounding you. Pillows and soft covers surrounding you. Didn't even start pounding you. Have all your neighbors clowning you in these sheets. All that's left is the fitted. You scratching the mattress, begging me to hit it. My body responds soon as it's transmitted. I thought you was coming. You ran with it. Ankle dragging, tail wagging, slow grind, mind for having. Trust me, you don't want off this wagon. Not till we survive the heat. And I blush these cheeks with Greek techniques till your womanly cease to secrete until it leaks right through. I used to be a poet. 
And only if I told you, you would know it. Because reading me just won't give it to you entirely. The words came out metaphorically. Some saw what they wanted to see. In time, they classified me, published me as some type of dilettante, like I'm a mere entertainer, as if my words can't be, can be detained or put in a superficial frame. I claim poetry. It's not meant to define your mental inventory or to be written off like an atomized return. I'm not looking for the cash back on my words. I'm not pushing ink for fame, nor will I continue to carry the poet's name because something has gone wrong today. When poets change the poetry game, speaking of what they think poetry should be instead of just letting this art serene, giving our words a God to bring forth harvest and undisputed spoken in harmony poetry. They can't be graded or shaded away, hushed up or put away for a rainy day. She lives, and only freely so. She can't take any titles or face any battles to exist in a poetically correct world. No boundaries in poetry, no limits for the written. They say freedom isn't free, and neither is poetry. I used to be a poet, profoundly, but now I'm just a writer that's on the rebound, and I'm looking for some common ground, y'all. And that's that piece. Damn, I like that. Yeah, yeah, we like that. Yeah, we like that. Yeah, yeah we like that. I'm digging that, that, that piece. Nah, she said I ain't looking for no cash back. That's what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> <laughs> you so Run that line back. Run that line back. You ain't what? Okay. Oh, man, you just silly. I'm not looking for the cash back on my words. You better say what I'm that shit. <laughs> oh man, um wow. This has been a phenomenal night. Yeah, yo, please take us out. Okay. I'ma uh take y'all out the same way I do most of my shows or anything. And I'm gonna do bang bang because of the lesson that's in it. And um okay. and that's just what it is. Some say bullets don't wear no name. But I witnessed life being slain. The weapon, disguise. Projection, just slow enough for the victim not to see it coming. With a twisted essence and a crooked appeal, the blast was silenced by a concophony of emotions. From the outside in, others would say it looked like love. Their eyes being just as blind as hers. Their ears were just as deaf to the sound of an empty cliff. The victim playing an unknown starring role in a murder case. Becoming evidence with no bag. Just an unforeseen toe tag that wore her name. But she smiled. Murder smiled back. Grin stretching wide to hide the glove hand. Proving that masks are not always black. Masks can be what they choose. Even the sound of hate hidden within Riddle's blues. This murder was vicious and bold. He even had the nerve to give her a rose. But the crimson color had nothing to do with love. 
It signified blood, the thorn symbolic of her crucifixion, the sins to be handed down without justification. But she, she couldn't see, eyes deaf to reality, ears blind to her subconscious. So she took the ring murder placed on her finger, planning a wedding while he planned a funeral, dreamed of her white dress that should have been black, unknowingly walking slowly to her death. Time passed, her future still hanging in the balance by a thread, but murder kept beckoning her, so she kept walking, and as she stood a breath away from the altar, he pulled the trigger. I watched helplessly, still being the only witness, as that she and I begin, begin to merge, becoming the same person. Person, I glimpsed the spinning bullet, saw myself being slain, and contrary to what some say, this bullet had a name, spinning towards me my heart. It read, HIV and AIDS. He shot me down, bang, bang. I hit the ground, bang, bang. That awful sound, bang, bang. My baby shot me down. That's how you end it, y'all, right there. That, that wraps it up. That brings us full circle. Indeed. Mm. I'm just glad Man, that everybody that stuck around with us, all the people that stuck around in the chat room and on the phone line, that is the love of poetry right there. We after hours, after hours. We at we had breakfast. Overtime. Right? Overtime. <laughs> hey, we had Waffle House after the club trying to get something to eat. You need. Oh, right, no. oh man. Um, yeah, yo. Again, thanks for coming. It, it's. I'm just glad to have met you and been introduced to your work. Wow. Well, the pleasure and the honor. Y'all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Y'all already know, man. It's just good to be here, and then hearing all the other poets and those that came out. I really appreciate it. And respect and love. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, and please keep us in the loop about what's going down. I'm really, really more than likely going to make it down there. I want to meet oh, you this time. I, <laughs> I got you. Well, I might. Where are you at? I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, girl, you up the street. Okay, cool, cool. Because I might be <laughs> heading to Maryland. I might be heading to Maryland real soon. That's right. Oh, okay, that's home stopping ground. There ain't nothing to get back home, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. So we 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 gonna stay in the circle. We keep everybody in the loop. I'll let I'll let you know. That's what it did. Indeed. And this is the conclusion to the original portrait after Dark Spotlight was on Yayo. And if you missed it, y'all, y'all better get them archives to the next time. Back on air this Tuesday. I love everybody. I love you.
Don't you know you're so beautiful? 